0: to another episode of Totally Tangential, as per usual, before we hop in whatever spicy topic we have for the week. Uh, we, we got our weekly just catch-up and update, so Jonathan, a- anything going on with you that's notable, interesting, sexy in the past week?
1: Well, I got something sexy for you. Oh, I'm not sure if I should be happy about that, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't think the viewers will be either, oh. <laughs> point being, I... Uh, I think it was two days ago, yeah. I went with one of my co-workers and his girlfriend to a place in Riverside uh, called the Game Lab or whatever. It has a ton of, like, retro games. Basically, it's just an arcade, but I'm um, particularly focused on the retro edge of it because they were having a Smash tournament. Oh, the- uh, Smash Melee? Smash Ultimate? It looked like Ultimate, to be honest. Okay. Um, yeah, it had to have been Ultimate, now they think about it, because the character selection screen. Gotcha. But point being uh we actually didn't watch any of it because it was not as central as we thought it would be like um when when me and my friends went to a ddr tournament in irvine they wall off like an entire section of it specifically dedicated to the ddr tournament and everyone was watching like people go one against the other mm-hmm. but since this was a 96 man dual tournament a dual elimination tournament they couldn't realistically do that for time purposes, and there was no, like, separate rooms in this location. Mm-hmm. So you had to, like, awkwardly stand near the bar or in the machines, like, with everyone else, and, like, choose to watch the big screen or you hover behind any of the four little screen matches going on. Just, yeah, I'm sure it would be fun to participate, but watching, it just didn't feel right. So instead, we just played a ton of games and had a lot of fun. Okay, fair enough. It doesn't yeah. sound particularly sexy, but... Uh... Oh, oh, no, no, no. Here's the sexy part. Okay. So, I played air hockey against them, and I don't think I've ever played air hockey against you, but uh, I am notorious for being literally the best air hockey player I know. I have not lost a single match in I genuinely do not know the last time I lost a single match, okay. but um, point being, uh, my co-worker's girlfriend actually beat me, and oh. I think it was like seven to five too so it wasn't even like you know a one point game she actually like found a hole in my game that i recognized at the end but point being like she found the hole and she beat me and that was the best game of air hockey i have played in maybe my entire life that was so much fun
0: i am glad to hear that you had that i do find it interesting with certain things because with like traditional sports and esports as well you generally know what it's like to take to the peak but with some people that i've been listening to uh, for a different podcast while i'm at work they've been really into foursquare if you remember the game from elementary school and they've been They're doing very big we do yeah exactly and they've been doing that pretty competitively and just saying about all of the skills that comes up and it just makes it interesting of like games that, uh, even if they have, like, some kind of competitive scene, uh, that don't have co- huge competitive scenes, like, it- it's interesting to see what the hypothetical skill ceilings are, because you may definitely be above average at air hockey, but if there was, like, an air hockey league, just like, you know, if you've seen professional ping pong players who, like, yeah. go just batshit crazy with that stuff, I think it would be amazing to see, like, you know, two professional, dedicated air hockey players go against each other.
1: I would love to see that, and honestly, if I ever knew where like a recreational air hockey league was, I would at least like, or maybe just a one-off tournament. I would certainly join if it was like ten dollars or something. Like, that would be so much fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, definitely, air hockey is something that's fun. But if you don't have like any specific goal in it, it's like a one-off thing that you can do. But if you actually have something that's a uh, consistent competitive scene around you, I could see you getting pretty into that. It's your new DDR. Yeah,
1: honestly, though, but yeah, I, I lost that first game, and like I said, I recognized the hole in my game that she exploited, like, I had a little bit of a habit or tell that she was, like, able to identify, and I, I'm not sure if she consciously did it, I think she did, but the thing is, since I recognized it, I played a second game against her later on, and I basically crushed her, like, the final score would have been 6-4, to four, but there were 30 seconds left, and I was really determined to beat her, like, beat her, beat her. Mm -hmm. So, like, we skewed the score at the end to be 7-6 with me winning just because we were, like, fucking going ham at the end. But point being, like, I I recognized what the hole was and I quickly adapted. And, yeah, she was struggling a lot more the second time around so i'm like ha ha this was still a good game the first one was one for ages but the second one just taught me okay i was able to adapt improvise, yeah and overcome
0: yeah you leveled up for the second game but considering that it was seven to six or even if it was going to be seven to five or whatever i, I mean uh that's still a pretty good game pre- presumably
1: yeah it was honestly like she if i ever play air hockey with anyone i would want to be with her again because i was like That's the most I've ever had to focus and, like, actually, like, wet during an air hockey match. Like, that was genuinely so much fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had your amazing, sexy air hockey time.
1: Yeah. What have you been up to, though? Uh,
0: Well, I I think I've told you before, even on the podcast, that I'll get, like, free Digimon cards from work. The box toppers that we're not allowed to sell and all that stuff. And, uh, I, I, had enough racked up that I was just like, Hey, I'm not really using these. And even if I was like, you need at max four copies, uh, in a deck, cause that's the maximum that you can have. And some of these cards I have like 10, 15 copies of. So I decided to sell them online, but I was too lazy to like get envelopes and sell them individually and all that stuff. So I decided to like bulk sell them to a card shop that had a buy list, uh, which, you know, you, you get like reduced prices on it, but they're still good enough. And, uh, And, uh, you you get to sell them all at once, which is the nice part. I don't have to worry about, like, okay, this one sold. Okay, another copy sold, and so on over a long period of time. So I I went for that, but, uh, Digimon, even if it's a big card game, it's not as big as, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic or Pokemon. So the buy lists are harder to come by. So the, uh... Uh, the one that I sent them to was a card shop that's based in Canada. Um, and it, it's, like, a big thing, and they have, like, six or seven locations, but it's all in Canada. And the total uh, amount of cards that I sent was something like 35 or 40 cards. When I went into uh, the UPS and ship it, it weighed, like, a pound exactly. Guess how much it costs to ship for the cheapest option available to Canada.
1: For one pound to Canada? Uh... 15 you know try and multiply that by 11 it
0: was 165 dollars and i just thought that was fucking ridiculous like there's no goddamn way that that actually takes 165 dollars worth of just resources for them that that, i mean i was just look i got all of these cards for free i'm not worried about maximizing profit or anything so i was just like sure just get get this over with and i still you know i I got like 500 dollars for the stuff so i you know plus 350 off of it or whatever but it was still just like well, what the fuck this should not be 160 dollars to send a you know deck box of 40 like weightless cards to uh, to yeah. Canada which isn't even that far away from Boston is the thing it's not like I'm sending it to the other side of the world
1: yeah that's fucking absurd I was only thinking like 15 because I, I go on eBay I'm like I have never seen I've never really seen shipping more than 30 anywhere but I've never really shipped heavy things but then again a one pound box that's not heavy so i i genuinely do not know why it's so Expensive. It wasn't even a large box, no. Yeah, it wasn't. And like the thing is, is before I had done
0: this stuff, I had gone online and checked uh, like UPS and USPS and all of those things, and they have those calculators. But the calculators aren't always one to one. Of I'm not sure if it's that like different UPS uh, places have certain options unavailable, or if it's just that the calculators aren't always accurate or what. But it said that I should have been able to do it for like thirty or forty bucks, which I thought was you know decent enough. But when I went in there. And it was 160 bucks Like shit, you know, the next closest place to me And especially since I don't have a car Is like a 30 minute walk away And you know, with the time that they close And me getting off of work and this and that And like I said, since the cards were free I was just like, fuck it, I'll do this But this is kind of bullshit that it's $160 For one pound of cards
1: Yeah, that is honestly absurd But at least for what it's worth You said you got like $350 out of it
0: Uh, Like, I, yeah, $350 profit
1: yeah, that's probably, like, three days of work for you right there. So, yeah, it is. Oh, wow, that's a really good pull
0: yeah for, for sure but uh next time i'll try selling some cards individually and see how that compares with the process especially because like even if uh i lose the cards in the mail i, I think if i just do like an envelope and a stamp and i get the cards for free so even if i have to refund someone if uh, cards get lost in the mail that, that's gonna be like what 50 cents or a dollar per thing and if i'm sh- shipping out you know 15 20 cards like yeah, that's just gotta work better overall
1: yeah um Wait, so are these cards, like, are they opened or are they unopened, to be clear?
0: Uh, they're... Well, some are open, some are unopened from the standpoint of, uh... They're box toppers, so if you open a box of, uh any trading card a lot of times they'll have a bonus of like oh assuming that you bought an entire box instead of a single pack uh will have like a special art version or a special pack that has like one card in it or two cards in it so the ones that have like an alternate art tend to be clear see-through plastic so those ones you don't need to open up to know what they are but some of them are like oh you get this special pack that has like one card in it but it can be like one of 12 different cards those ones you have to open up otherwise you have no clue what the think what's in the pack. It could be a $3 card, it could be a $30
1: card. Gotcha, but does opening it up reduce the value or no? Is it like still fair game?
0: Um... I mean, it might make a difference for some people, but generally, like, if you want to put that thing in your deck or even in a binder, you're going to need to open it up. So, like, some people might be hesitant, but as long as the card comes in, like, near-mint condition where there's not really any noticeable nicks or anything beyond, like, what you would typically have when you open a fresh pack, people don't tend to care.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you'll have to give that a try and see if the profit is even larger, but at least in the meantime 350 is a fucking good pull
0: yeah it is i am i'm happy about that but i'll be even happier if i think it's next month or uh maybe october where i think biden is supposed to like at least confirm whether or not they're going to do like the 10k student loan uh reduction and if that goes through man i'd be so happy because i think i have 14k in student loans which isn't terrible but taking that down by 10k where i only have 4k of student loans would just be a dream
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, because then, I mean, I, I don't know if this was the plan, but even if you just drop that 350 on on the 4 k loan, good God, that that would be a pretty high percentage, actually. Yeah, that that's like
0: almost 10% of it right there. Right yeah, now, it really is. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Fingers crossed. And if that does end up happening, I'm sure we'll talk about it whenever that does or doesn't happen.
1: You'll be jumping for joy.
0: Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Anything else notable for you? I'm trying to think of myself here, but if not, we can probably jump into a topic.
1: Um, I mean, nothing too major, I just have one, like, small thing that's kind of funny and notable, I guess. (laughs)
0: Okay, then hit me with it.
1: One of my favorite YouTube channels, like, discusses, like, psychology and research in the context of video games, Mm -hmm. but he just released his first one in context of anime, and oh my goodness, it's opening a whole different world for me, and oh my god, it also made me realize that as behind as i am in playing games oh uh how behind i am in anime dwarfs that well
0: that that's not surprising whatsoever but also uh like how does the psychology in it go i'm curious is it something where he like analyzes the characters in games and anime or is he just like if you watch this anime then you're probably a leo if you watch this one you're a capricorn
1: Thankfully, it tends to be neither, to be honest. It tends to be more like, this is a feeling or sensation, something a person might experience while consuming this media, and then he delves into the psychological reason why.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, so I'm just like, honestly, opening up an entirely different medium for this kind of thing. I'm down. I'll probably get a lot of things spoiled for me, but I also probably didn't intend on watching even a quarter of them, so... I'm down.
0: No, you should type his name in the Discord chat, that way, uh, if I am looking for something to watch later, I I can probably at least check out one of those videos.
1: Yeah, if I was to recommend any of my favorite YouTubers, to be honest, he would probably be pretty high up there. Alright, alright, good to...
0: uh Good to hear. But uh, with with that aside, I will jump into the topic, which I will note, even though I was completely aware of like, okay, you know, it's Sunday, I got to get ready for the podcast and all that stuff. I, for some reason, just completely forgot, oh, shit, it's my turn to pick a topic. So I was like, well, I know that I have like enough written down that I can probably think of something. But I uh, thought of something... That, uh, we'll, we'll see how long this lasts, but I feel
1: like it should last,
0: you know, a podcast worth. <laughs>
1: can, can you or I ever put any effort into this? Uh, c-
0: clearly not. I mean, hey, uh, c- considering the fact that you told me that uh, the podcasts have my voice double up at the beginning of, like, the past five of them, um, y- you know, I- I'm not even editing and listening to that. So the effort in this is clearly minimal at the moment.
1: R- for what it's worth, the one episode that had by far the most effort put into it has the least views last time I checked, so...
0: Is that yeah, your, the- uh, game show one?
1: Yeah, last I checked it had the least. I would have to double check.
0: Okay, um... Yeah, I, I do think it's funny. A lot of them are averaging, like, eight views, but I can see the unique viewers on it, and they're averaging right, four hello. unique viewers, and I'm pretty sure it's literally just m- me, you, my brother, my mom.
1: So, uh, Sedge. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? That one actually isn't the least viewed anymore. Yeah, it's, it's the end. The end is the least viewed. Which is also mine. It is. So
0: clearly, uh, clearly we're at a trend here that you were just, no one loves you. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Beginning into the topic, which I totally thought of, uh, you know, days beforehand. really tangentially thought about it. Exactly. Whatever that means is uh you have a bucket list for like video games or specifically for movies I know since like the beginning of COVID you've been getting all of your bucket list movies in of like oh you know this was a huge movie everybody's talked about it, or at least know about it, and I've never watched it but when it comes to actual bucket list things that also put in the caveat of like it doesn't have to be a real bucket list thing it could just be like this is something that I would like to do or think would be cool to do before I die even if I'm not actually willing to put in the effort for it what are some of the things that you have, because I can think of, like, so many different things for myself, whether it be going places, doing things, like achieving goals, and I'm just curious what some of yours are, and for the ones that, like, don't seem that out of this world, I'm curious for both you and for myself why we haven't actually pursued doing these.
1: This is actually a really... The question is good, to be clear. It's just my answer to it is very... Like, it's an entire topic of its own. So, I I don't know. I'm going to get, like, tangential right off the bat. So, if you want to stay on topic, you should probably go first. Hey, man,
0: I am fine with that. I mean, the podcast has its name for a reason. So, jump in.
1: All right. So, it's actually, like, a problem. Because my bucket list for various things are very full until it comes to my real-life ones. Like about like actual accomplishments, goals, or things I'd like to do, like mm-hmm. that aren't related like video games, movies, shows, etc. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think the like quickest, like shortest explanation probably is just if I want to say I want to watch, I don't know. Let me think. The uh, ch- ch- Green Mile or whatever. Uh, you know, I I know that's a classic that I haven't seen yet. Like the investment it takes for me to actually watch that is going to be. I don't know how long the movie is maybe two and a half hours yeah so like just right there boom bucket list item done but that is like honestly kind of stretching the thing the idea of a bucket list because the bucket list is supposed to be a lot more significant than that Mm -hmm. like I do jokingly call those bucket lists because like yeah I do want to experience things but that kind of thing before I die like I would love to play I don't know. Uh, the Mass Effect series I've heard is pretty good. I, you know, I'd like to try that at some point before I die. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's actually so low investment. That I don't actually really consider it a thing. But if it comes to actual bucket list, like real life things, going to be honest, that list is almost empty i do not know what i want to do with life right?
0: i i mean that's right. that's fair enough but that's why i even added the caveat that i did because you brought up the exact point that i was thinking of that you might bring up which is like am that, i not predictable uh, kind of uh but uh also because i was thinking it that with a bucket list you tend to think of it of this like grand thing of oh i want to you know hike Machu Picchu, I want to, you know, travel the Great Wall of China or something, but if you go down just to, like, what the definition of a bucket list is, it's something that you want to do before you kick the bucket, which, if that's just watch a movie, then, I mean by all means that's technically a bucket list even if that's something that most people wouldn't consider bucket list worthy so if that's like the majority of your things that's fine but also to like expand because i'm not sure if your mind had gone to here or if these are also just empty things because for me personally when i think of bucket list things there are certain like you know do this successful thing or go to this place but also some things of just like man i've always thought it would be super cool to like do a one-armed push-up or to run a 5k since my cardio has always been shit and those are also things that like aren't huge huge investments i, I mean they take effort uh, they're not as little as a movie but they're also not as grand things of like you know seeing uh, the pyramids or some shit like that but those are things that i consider bucket list items for me so do you have anything like those or is it really just media-based stuff
1: I'm going to be honest, I genuinely could not think of something I... Like, I want to have another funnel cake before I die. I know that sounds like I'm memeing, but, like, I've been wanting funnel cake for, like, a decade, and I haven't had one.
0: That's such like, a weird... Uh, like, t- tell me about that. When was the last time you had funnel cake, and what made its impact so great that you're like, man, before I die, I need at least one more of these? Well,
1: so, the last time I would have had a funnel cake probably would have been... I think I might have had one at Magic Mountain. And the last time I went to Magic Mountain would have been late elementary, early middle school. Mm-hmm. And I remember that funnel cake being the best dessert I've ever had in my life. One of the best foods I've ever had in my life.
0: That's surprising because you're not a sweet guy normally.
1: Not normally. But the, the thing is, like, it just opened my eyes to the realities of the universe. Oh my but, god. I mean, all jokes aside, my fear is like what if that was just because like my food palette when i was younger was significantly smaller because my family just quite frankly only ate white people food growing up Fair enough. so like now that it's expanded so significantly i'm not even sure that i would like a funnel cake as much so i'm like i i don't know if there's an easy accessible one down the street i'd get it but really it's only at like fairs carnivals and like amusement parks none of which i've been to in a very long time so like I genuinely do want to try another funnel cake to see if I can hit that like pinnacle of life that I did when I was a kid, but I'm kind of afraid of it disappointing.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair. That's actually a question that I have, I guess, with the few things that uh, that you do have that aren't media related. Because if you watch a movie that was like, oh, it's a big name and it's not exactly great, you're not watching them for them to be great. I mean, presumably that's going to be the case. But you're watching them because they're like so cultury, culturally significant that you're like, well, I've got to watch this uh, at some point. But for things that are more personal based like a funnel cake or anything else that you can think of... Uh, like do you think that that might be a part of it or to what extent of just uh the the fear that's surrounding of it it's like shit if i do all of the things on my bucket list and they're all just like kind of disappointing or if i finish them all like oh what wh- what's left then god i guess i better just kill myself
1: <laughs> well that's actually a funny question like i mean i know it's a very serious existential one but it's just like i've actually been asking myself that more and more often as i you know watch more and more shows but the thing that's funny about it is the more things I do the more things I find which might be like common sense but it's just like my show bucket list being honest with you there's like zero shows left on it at this point there's no show that I like desperately want to watch anymore because anything that was on my radar I've already seen mm-hmm. so like you might think like damn Jonathan that's kind of depressing but it's just like I don't know, like I watched Breaking Bad and I really liked it. Then I found Better Call Saul. Now that I'm finishing Better Call Saul, everyone on subreddits are like scrambling to find other shows They're like, yo, Mr. Robot, yo, The Wire, yo, and then you know, like et cetera shows. I'm like, OK, so clearly there's other things out there that even if it's not on my radar, you know, I probably enjoy it. So I think even with other things, just like even if it's not on your radar, you just randomly try it and then I don't know, just by circumstance.
0: Yeah. No, it it is interesting with that, yeah, especially because I feel like your movie list has gotten longer and longer, even when you've (laughs) hit when you've hit things off of it. But yeah, your TV show list, which part of it could just be, I I feel like you're going more for the things that are culturally significant in your time period. Where the movies, you've gone to movies like back to the as early as the '70s or '80s, I want to say. But there's like TV shows like The Sopranos or stuff like that that's before like relevance of our age, but they are just super famous TV shows that are super culturally
1: significant but i guess in your mind it's just like eh you know I'm not really going to go back to that well the thing is like as i've been watching more and more of these things that are culturally significant in general i've found i tend not to like them as much as like, i was expecting and mm-hmm. it's either a function of two things in my mind either a it just really like was not as good as i people have hyped it up to be or Or, B, and probably more likely, it's the building of expectation that causes the problem. Like, I'll I'll give you an example of it. And this is one I mentioned to you before um, multiple times, but Spirited Away, (laughs) I liked it. I did not love it by any means, and I expected it to be one of the best movies I ever watched, and I came away disappointed despite thinking it was a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Howl's Moving Castle and uh, Princess Mononoke, which is generally revered um, much more than Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. But point being, I loved both of those movies going in completely blind because I had absolutely no expectation for it. And even other movies like uh, recently, Everything Everywhere All at Once, absolutely loved it. made me sob, tore my heart apart. Yeah, I've heard really good um, things
0: about that one.
1: I would recommend it, but... Um, also, nope. I knew nothing about except it was by Jordan Peele. Went in, absolutely loved it. Or, you know, I'm gonna. It sounds like I'm listing off things, but I'm going somewhere with this. Um, Voices of a Distant Star is made by the guy who made Your Name, mm-hmm. and I liked that thing significantly more than Your Name because I had expectations going to Your Name. I guess or something gotcha. i don't know so
0: you go into things that uh, you know of uh through other people end up being famous with expectations which reduces how much you like it but then you watch the creator's other content which you don't have expectations for so <laughs> you end up liking it more
1: yeah i guess partially it's just like i my lists have run dry and that's kind of okay because For the most part, the stuff on a lot of my lists, I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I would. It's been the stuff I randomly come across that I really love.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that is fair because a lot of the times expectations do reduce how much you like. stuff. like, very few times have things lived up to expectations. Like, for me, I think one of the only things off of the top of my head is, like, when we saw Parasite together, I was like, oh, this is getting great reviews. And then when we came out of that, I mean, our whole hour car ride back or whatever, we were just like, oh, yeah, and this one part, oh, yeah, and this, and oh, the scoring. And it's just, like, very few things that have gotten hype for it. Of just like, oh, yeah, new Spider-Man movie, really enjoyed it is it like the best movie of all time no maybe you disagree being a spider-man
1: fanboy but use me <laughs> yeah but all jokes aside i don't know so that's just like i haven't bothered to add things to the list because i almost feel like i enjoy it more in not having a list yeah if that's kind of poetic in a way
0: <laughs> I, I guess it kind of is, but that makes sense. Um, but Something that I am curious about, though, which your movies and video games may uh, may be this way, and feel free uh, after I say this to jump back to media at any point. I mean, we are totally tangential for a reason. But I am curious in the more like traditional sense of a bucket list. I feel like a lot of things that people put on their bucket list Aren't just things that they'd like to do before they die. They're things that they might be even disappointed if they didn't do before they die. Where if you don't watch the usual suspects, I'm not sure if you're coming out of that being like, shit, you know, my life, if I, you know, could just live two more hours, I would spend that watching the usual suspects. I, I don't think that's the case. So do you have anything, whether it is a game media or like, you know, finishing college or, you know, doing this or that, or even something as generic as just like being happy for an extended period of time? Do you have something? Something where it's like, shit, if I, you know, died today or if I died in a week, you know, I would try to do this or I'd be disappointed if I couldn't do this.
1: Yeah, I have two ways I'm going to approach this, actually. Okay. Uh, I'll save the existential one for a second. Don't (laughs) worry. All right. Glad to hear it. uh, The one that's actually maybe almost relating back to the funnel cake and in the same spirit of it without being about the funnel cake itself. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm sure you've noticed over the last several years, p- pretty much since I started like making the bucket lists um I've been exploring a lot of new things and never at any point have I gone back to enjoy the things that I loved mm-hmm. so I guess it's kind of like I feel like I'm always gonna be endlessly pursuing something new and that's good because that's how you like grow as a person that's how you find new things you love, make new memories right mm-hmm. but like i I don't know what if there's I- Uh, something I really genuinely enjoyed as a teen or as you know something my young 20s that I just never actually go back to and maybe just completely forget about or just never re-experience it again like I think there's probably some value in re-experiencing things
0: yeah, well, that, that was one of the things that I was wondering about as far as, like, bucket list stuff that came to my head other than uh, media for you uh, when I thought of this stuff, is, like, you used to be really into music, and you still are, but as far as, like, you bought yeah. production equipment or you tried to uh, be in a band or do your screamo stuff and all that stuff, and I, I mean, once again, not as, like, oh, you have to make your whole life about this, but would you ever, like, on a bucket list thing, be like, uh, oh, you know, I really wish that I could get to a point in my life, even if it it's not right now feasible of just like i I wish i could like actually write and produce my own song even if it's just like a soundcloud thing with five views or or something do you have any aspirations like that because that is something that's you know an older thing that you maybe not producing was on your list but it was an older thing you used to enjoy and now it's something that uh, understandably so because of life's circumstances it doesn't seem like you go for anymore
1: you know, you you just did two things to me here. One, you brought up something very topical. And two, you just opened my eyes to the realities of what a bucket list could be. Thank you, Dylan. You
0: are welcome.
1: All jokes aside, the story is I've been cleaning out the house a little bit more just because it desperately needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And what I did, this is just yesterday, so very topical. I came across my old bag of drumsticks from, you know, when I used to do band in like middle school. Like
0: whatnot. the ice cream or like the chicken?
1: Uh, I have some ice some ice cream drumsticks that I've kept since middle school in my freezer. Wow, that's pretty great. <laughs> my point being, and you know, I pulled them out and I'm like, dang, like, I don't necessarily want to like donate these or like throw them away because it's like, what if I use them again someday or want to use them? But then I thought about, it. I sat down, I'm like, when am I ever going to drum again? Mm-hmm. Like, under what circumstance? Like, it's not like I ever lost a passion for music per se, but just as I'm getting older and I'm realizing time is very finite and there's only so many hobbies you could pursue i just realized uh, never again in my life am i going to be a drummer that just is the reality of it so i did indeed donate the drumsticks oh okay. but it, it was just kind of like sobering and surreal in a way just realizing in that moment like i i don't know it's kind of like th- think of like a video game where you're like presented with a text box and you definitively realize this is a branching point in your story right mm-hmm. like I had those drumsticks in my hand. I'm making the conscious decision. Yeah, I am never going to drum again. Granted, I could just buy another pair of drumsticks. They're like less than $10. But I think you get the idea I'm going for. It's a metaphorical closing of a door.
0: Yeah, well, I mean it's like the uh, episode that we talked about, uh, you know, finality I think the episode's titled The End or whatever now, but um, yeah. th- uh, about how certain things you you do realize that, oh, this is going to be the last time that, you know, this house is my house or certain things that you don't realize of like oh shit, I guess that was the last time that I talked to this person. But, uh, I, I mean in regards to a bucket list, like with the music thing, you, you said that you still value it, but just because of life having shifted and all that stuff, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you have to do this tomorrow thing, but could you see yourself, you know, in your 40s, 50s, presumably, if you have enough money saved up, do you see yourself looking back and just being like, I used to, like, have such a passion for wanting to do this, I never did, I was too focused on this, I have enough money saved to up now, you know, hopefully, I have enough free time to myself, you know what, even if it's not good just for myself, could you see yourself going back and, like, you know, picking up the drums again and trying to post something, or are you just like, no, I buried that and I'm leaving it buried?
1: I think some things do realistically have to be buried at a certain point. But as far as music goes, I would love to at least make a song, especially since I literally have all the equipment I need, like, as of this very second. But it's just... I don't know, there's so many things I would like to do. So this is why I'm saying like you realized, uh, you made me realize maybe my definition could change because like I would love to become actually fluent in Spanish Mm -hmm. and like visit Mexico since it's literally a couple hour drive from where I live. Yeah. Um, Or like, I don't know, I would love to actually not seem like I I would love for my art skill to make it seem like I don't have zero arms and I'm drawing with my feet. Like that'd Hmm. be great. (laughs) um i would love to do you know so many different kinds of things amongst that like i don't i don't know i would love to learn more martial arts since i have enjoyed them aside from the overly toxic competitive standpoint but i I would love to go down that road i would love to do so many things it's just i don't think they ever landed on bucket list because i did make the conscious decision of i would i i think we talked about it before and personal conversations about you will want the result but you don't want the process mm-hmm. like i just don't value the end result and process enough to justify the time it would take to get there
0: i think that's fair uh but yeah yeah that is just one of the big things of why i brought it up of just a bucket list doesn't have to be these grandeur things it can be just like man i've always wanted to be able to do this i want to learn how to do this and even if uh, you're not necessarily willing to put in the work but then i am curious like in your mind do you think it's because we're still in our early 20s i mean god we're, we're getting to the mid-20s and before I you know, know it 85 yeah, I but, mean, do. <laughs> yeah. I exactly but um With that being as it is, you know, assuming we make it to our 50s, which knowing us and knowing the world, that's a big if, but still, um, that, like, do you think some of these things change in your mind of, like, hey, you know, I'm no longer focusing on college or figuring out what I want to do with my life hopefully because that's a big thing of you know your 20s for most people I would presume of yeah there's these other things I would like to do learn a language you know run a 5k but also it's probably you know higher up on the scale of needs to just get my life fucking together so yeah. uh you know if we get to that point do you think there's any chance in the future that you are like yeah, you know what, I am going to, like, at least dedicate somewhat of myself to learn Spanish, or are there just too many things that are like, yeah, well, I'd love to go to space, but I'm not willing to put in the work to be an astronaut, so it's not even worth mentioning.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I think a lot more goes than that just work, but all jokes aside, I mean, I think that would be almost natural, you know, like, as you grow up, the things that you value come from different avenues, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, at this point, it's largely probably A, short-term experiences, and B, just trying to set up your future and then maybe when we're older be accomplishments or family or whatever so like i wouldn't be surprised if hobbies get more emphasis but um it might happen it might happen isn't my definitive answer
0: okay i mean fair, uh, fair enough it's not like it would be super understandable if you were like, Oh yeah, 50 years from now, I'm absolutely starting to learn Spanish. I mean, enough things have changed in the past five years for us that, uh, it's hard to tell what will or won't be the case for us years and years down the line.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at this point, the thing that I find the most fun, you know, kind of unfortunately is consuming a lot of media and like finding significance in various, you know, themes and things in it. Mm-hmm. But point being, uh, a lot of it's consumption right now. I don't know if when I'm fifty it'll still be the same thing. Maybe at the point it would be producing things or just experiencing things. Who knows? Like, you know, you can change a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's understandable. But for me, I mean, one thing that I'm glad about, which I'm not sure if this is the same for you, but uh, this podcast in a way for me is a bucket list thing where I'm not even worried about as much of the results of the podcast because I I don't think that's something that you can put on your bucket list is things that you don't have control of. I'm not worried about, oh, I want to have a successful podcast as part of something on my bucket list. I just want to have a podcast or something that we can like do together and have fun and create and see how it turns out. And uh, one of the big things is I just want to dedicate myself to something like that for a period of Time so we're this will be episode eight by the time that it comes out. Uh, I I mean I'm glad that we're doing it, but I I think if we get to like episode one hundred or something, which if we're doing it once a week, then that's still gonna take like two years. But if it's if it stayed at eight views an episode, I'd still be one hundred percent satisfied, and I'd feel like that's a bucket list item checked off for me just because. Oh, hey, I actually you know did this thing that I enjoyed, and I can say I put effort into it, even if it's very minimal effort. You know the fact that we keep it up for two years would just be something that absolutely for me would be checking something off my bucket list
1: yeah for sure just the fact that we would actually have the dedication and persistence to keep it up for two years is you know, it theoretically should not be taken lightly yeah so I don't know that that's good that you're knocking something off, but I don't think I've actually had the chance to ask yet. Cause you know, we've been, we've been flowing and vibing, but what's on your bucket list? Uh,
0: for me, I, I, I did, uh, like shotgun some things off. I, I definitely do as far as like physical fitness goals. I'd love to be able to do like one-armed pull-ups, one-armed, uh, uh I was going to say sit-ups, but I don't think you need any arms for sit-ups. Um,
1: one arm jerk-offs.
0: Yeah. one arm jerk-offs. Um, now, one-armed push-ups, and then, like, being able to run a 5K. I don't care as much about a marathon, but I feel like a 5K is a perfect example of, like, this is a good physical fitness point. Because I think a 5K should take, like, 30 to 40 minutes if you're running at a, like, standard pace. So yeah. uh, there's things like that. Something that I actually did uh, yesterday, which is something that I want to keep up and hopefully, uh, you know, reach this uh, goal at some point, is I got some... Uh, some uncooked rice, and I went to this small little park that's uh, behind my apartment, and there's lots of uh, little birds, sparrows, that, that are around, and I threw some rice, and, you know, they all – and I want to be that old man in the park that has, like, birds sitting on your shoulder because <laughs> yeah. uh, that – except rather than me being an old man, I want to be uh, a 25-year-old or something, but um, – I, I, I don't know I really like birds I've come to realize that I, I think that a lot of them are really cute and uh, just interesting and all that stuff so I, I'd like to be able to have like uh, as weird of a goal as that is to just yeah. ha- have a point where I can like feed the birds and they'll be comfortable enough uh, that they recognize me and like come up and I can like have one on my hand or something.
1: Uh, hey, you've ever seen that episode of Hey Arnold called Pigeon Man?
0: I don't. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Well, for anyone listening to this uh, who wouldn't know, y- you're going to be Pigeon Man, and um, I'll leave it at that.
0: Okay, that that is disturbing to me, but all, all right. Um, <laughs> Continue, though. Yeah, but uh, there's that. Um, and then uh, there's other things that are more, like, general of, like, obviously you and I had a good time hanging out with each other during the beginning of COVID where it's like, less of a goal but more of like i would really enjoy it if you and i could live together or live close together again at some point as weird uh of a goal that is and uh, one thing that's kind of big for me that i'd like to get to at some point is you know i really enjoy collecting manga and gundam and stuff like that and i one of my goals would be to have my own house where i can actually have like a display collection gamer room or whatever where the walls are just lined with manga and gundam and you know like here's the nes here's the ps2 here's the ps3 yeah exactly so i that's a goal of mine that's uh, that's kind of like a bucket list thing of like hey maybe it won't happen maybe it will happen but i for sure i feel like if i'm on my deathbed and i'm looking back that would be one of those things that i could look at and be like man i'm glad that i got this done
1: yeah honestly that's fair and actually, I kind of relate to that a little bit in that, uh, I not really a bucket list item, but something I'd like to have, because I've never had this, at least you had a little bit of it, is like a decorated room. Because mm-hmm. you've seen my room at UCI. That thing was like... It was minimalist. a very
0: vanilla room, yes.
1: I think the only decoration I had was my bamboo plant. <laughs> I don't even remember
0: your bamboo plant, to be
1: honest. It, yeah, it was in the window by the curtains. You probably wouldn't have seen it. Okay. But point being, it was just like... I, I completely understand wanting to, like, kind of display your identity via your surroundings because also just makes it feel more, like, comfortable and more like home. It kind of gets you in a good mindset. Like, nothing wrong with that. That would be a good goal.
0: Yeah, but I, I am curious, uh, unless you have any more input on that stuff, of um – with you. You said you have a hard time thinking of anything that are beyond, like, the media. Do you have any that, whether it be, you know, only one thing, or is it really just uh, from what you can think of just media-related stuff?
1: Well, I, I guess this was uh, one of the totally tangent parts earlier that I kind of forgot to get back to, so haha, you're keeping us on track and everything. Um, I don't have any issues admitting this on a podcast because of how vocal I am about this stuff. But uh, growing up, as you know, I had a lot of, like, mental health stuff. And because of that, it prevented me from, like, having a long-term future plan. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if that stuff is better now, I never really got out of the mindset of just never making plans for the
0: future. Yeah, we've talked enough times where I'm like, hey, Jonathan, what do you think after this? And you're like, man, that's one year from now. I I don't know. I'll get to that when I get to that.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just, like, even if I sit down and think on it, I never come to any conclusions. So it's not like I'm, like, purposely avoiding it out of, like, some kind of fear. It's just, like, I genuinely, like, it's like writer's block in a way. It's, like, the only comparison I can think of where, like, you sit down at the computer and you try to write, and after, like, eight hours, you get two sentences done. And you're, like, wow, what a waste of a day. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, like, that exact same thing. So it's just kind of, like, I I guess it's almost kind of like what I said earlier where it's, like, maybe having that plan and knowledge doesn't actually help me it's just the best moments in my life like overwhelmingly so like have always been spontaneous things whether it's spontaneous things I've watched or kind of just getting away from media just every single one of my favorite hangouts I've ever had in my life or favorite days have always been spontaneous on the spot like I don't think I've ever scheduled a hangout more than one week in advance and been like, man, that is something I want to remember. Like, I don't know. My life has never, ever been like that. So it's always been very amazingly and cripplingly difficult for me to make plans for the future.
0: Well, I'm also curious as far as with bucket list things tend to be more just like hedonistic isn't the right word, but it's the word that I'll use right now because I'm too lazy to think Um, uh, things. Is there anything just in your day-to-day life that you even value like that because when i think of just the certain things that come up for me whether it be the fitness goals or this or that those are things that i whether i get to them or not they're things in my day-to-day life that i think about with you not really thinking about the future too much and just knowing how your day-to-day goes of just like hanging out with friends and enjoying life i feel like half of the reason why you don't have a bucket list for this stuff is just do you even value anything that could be on a bucket list
1: that's actually a very good question. <laughs> um, yeah, you see, I'm actually looking at the definition of hedonism not because I don't know what it is, but because I want to like understand like the core idea of it. Because I feel like I've only heard hedonism, and I'm I'm not trying to criti- criticize your like usage of the word. Like I'm <laughs> actually thinking like this is a very good way to take it. Because, like, I've only ever heard it used with a negative connotation, even, like, on Google Images, the picture of three pigs, human <laughs> hybrids, eating a disgusting portion of food. Yeah. But the thing is, if you look up hedonism on Wikipedia, it doesn't necessarily sound like the denotation has to be negative. Yeah, it's just, like,
0: indulging your desires, right?
1: Yeah, um, trying to maximize pleasure and minimize pain or suffering or whatever, which I feel like should be what everyone should be pursuing at yeah. least for their own personal life. Maybe not for the greater good, but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. As far as like getting directly to your question, like about day to day things, I-, I feel like there's a few little bits that we can find in there like i love learning legitimately which mm-hmm. is part of what has probably kept me in school to an extent mm-hmm. but we have even talked about how with like my youtube consumption i've had a problem where all my youtube's recommendations are all something that involves me learning and sometimes i just want to zone out to something stupid but nothing on my homepage is like just blind entertainment
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i think genuinely i do enjoy learning and improving that is one thing i don't know how to make that into a bucket list thing But maybe if on a day-to-day basis, I'm always still learning or growing in some way. And maybe that's part of my thing about trying something new and never repeating experiences. Maybe it comes out like that. Yeah. But even other than that, like day-to-day things, I think one of the most, like, how to word this, one of the periods of my life in which I learned the most about myself and came up in multiple instances was where I would be dog sitting for one of my close friends at the time. When did this happen? I, I don't remember. Oh, uh, I, it, it was for Allie when I was house sit for her.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know, okay.
1: okay. I, I guess there's no, nothing real here, like bad content in which I wouldn't want to say her name. Like, I'm just saying I house sat for her. But, yeah. um, whenever I would house sit for her and watch her dog, it was just like, I kind of realized, like, damn, this is like what I want out of life. You want well, least dog well i mean kind of yes kind of no because like um not not from like a work perspective but just like wake up you know i go out for a run with the dog come back maybe i go in the pool maybe i play some video games maybe i watch something but you know then i would call someone maybe i would even hang out with uh ken or someone like you know during the day and then i would come back for the dog at night and then I'd go on another run with the dog which is like super basic but just like realizing that i had secure like a place of my own realizing i had all the entertainment that i needed realizing that i had a companion like to give me like some form of connection and also give me exercise which would be good Mm -hmm. and also just making sure i'm getting out of the house it kind of made me realize like ideal ideally at least in the future once i'm on my own like this is what i would want out of my weekends it it feels unattainable Mm -hmm. right now you know living with my parents still in school not having a ton of money working a really low-paying job like it feels unattainable also having cats that absolutely will not go on runs with me yeah <laughs> you, you get the idea it just kind of made me realize like dang this actually is attainable and this is like peak living now i just gotta find out the roadmap to get there
0: yeah i am uh, curious which i mean i don't think this is anything that you could say for certain but um Like, like, I think that that's a good overall goal, bucket list thing, whatever, because it seems a lot more achievable than, you know, some people's, like, I want to own a private jet or something, but I I, I am curious, like, you growing up in the less-than-ideal situation that you did, both health-wise and financial and family-wise and all that stuff. And look-wise Have you, seen? not just kidding. Unfortunately, (laughs) I have seen you. Um, Yeah, but... uh, with that being the case you know people tend to be like they tend to aim for things that they don't have but let's say that you do get that not, not to say that you wouldn't be happy but just as the thought experiment let's say that you get that tomorrow you know you fall into a job that's making good enough money let's say that you have you know that they're like you know what UCI comes like Jonathan we fucked with you a little bit too much here's your bachelor's degree and oh, man, uh, is- you, you know you get a house you get a dog you get all of this stuff that's like super convenient do you think that you could spend like you know going off of the average american lifespan let's say that you make it to your late 70s do you think you can spend the last 55 years of your life just generally doing that and and, you know of course have the occasional like maybe vacation or do this or do you think like after a year or so of that stuff you're like yeah i enjoyed this but now it's become the new like natural to me where it's like shit you know the, the dog and this and that i still enjoy it but it's you know still leaving me wanting something now
1: I think that's kind of getting to like a key idea here that like I'm going to have a hard time answering but I'm going to do I'm going to do my best for you damn it. Like I, I have you ever heard the expression probably even just from the dark night about the idea of the dog caught the car?
0: I actually have never heard this.
1: Ah, so the idea is like you know how dogs in theory chase after cars and like try to catch them but of course they can't cuz uh, cars can go much faster than a dog is physically capable of. Yes. Well, there's the idea that you know the dog catches the car one day. What does the dog do? like the the game's over. it's done it. There, there's nothing else to do mm-hmm. And like I've always been like afraid of that reality because that kind of happened to me in a sense in getting to UCI like don't get me wrong, I busted my ass off when I got there. you like you saw that. Mm-hmm. but the fire and stuff was gone like. Uh, A lot of my motivation growing up was just people always, like, thinking I was stupid and doubting me. Like, teachers in middle school, like, openly criticizing me in front of my peers for, like, me not trying and having shitty attendance and everything. And yet me still acing the end-of-year test, so I'd make it to the (laughs) the next class anyways. Mm -hmm. And, like, high school, me basically being a dropout, although not legally. But point being, um, there was a huge fire to me to make it to a better school than every single person who doubted me. And so once I actually did that, it was like great. I made it Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) Like, obviously the the thing is graduate. And obviously I busted my ass off and got so little sleep and worked so fucking hard, harder than anything I did in my life. So like, it's not like I gave up by any means, but just like that fire inside me was gone. And it kind of just felt like monotony at that point. It didn't feel like, an opportunity. It felt like this is a fate that was thrusted upon me, even though it's exactly what I asked for.
0: Yeah, it, it uh. is interesting. I'm curious if you've seen any of uh, the Doctor K videos where he's talked about this, because um, from what I've heard from him, which I, I would trust, but also I haven't researched much beyond it, is yeah. that, uh, is that Buddha, like historically anyway, whether you believe in uh, the. the beliefs that go with Buddhism was like a prince or or something like that and was basically just raised in a life where it's like, oh, you don't have to worry about like, man, when I have this much money, when I, you know, get a girlfriend like this, when I, this is this, where he was basically handed everything on a silver platter and was just like, man, life's still like, you know, I, I still don't feel complete, I don't feel this, but I have everything that anyone could want, and that's kind of when he went down the route of, like, then, you know, this must not be what brings happiness, let's give it all up, and then, you know, meditate all day, and blah, 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 but it is just interesting from that standpoint of, uh, it definitely does seem like it's a game of just, uh, you know, pursuing things that's the whole thing about the pursuit of happiness because let's say that you get the thing that you think will make you happy it may do that for a bit of time but if you get you know whatever that is it probably won't last that way to keep you happy for years and years and years it's gonna be very limited and then your mind's gonna to jump to the next thing
1: yeah you know what let me let me look up a quote from something really there we go that's the that's the character's name um, I I'm kind of tying this to something that I've kind of thought of like again it's a fear that i've had and it's kind of tying into all this like there was a scene in bojack horseman i think actually really tightly goes with what you're saying about buddha which is the reason i looked it up
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh there's a character in it called cuddly whiskers who is super rich top of hollywood getting like award after award but it wasn't until he gave up everything much like buddha that he became happy you might be like why are you bringing up the exact same thing that i just said jonathan which would be a valid question but The reason I'm saying that is because, at least in context of the show, you see the the guy say that and everything, but then the camera kind of pans out, and you see that he's doing this in front of some large private estate where he has a massive mansion and everything, and it comes off as super hypocritical and everything, Mm -hmm. and I, I think it's just kind of funny because I'm not too sure how well people are willing to actually really go down that same kind of path in this modern day and age, including myself for that matter, because like in the society we were brought up in because we live in a society uh, yeah. <laughs> we, you know it, we, our entire thing is based around earning and making and attaining and achieving. So I am not sure it's that easy to get the hardwiring out.
0: Yeah, well, also, I, I mean, I think that it's kind of difficult inherently, and uh, something that I've read up to my girlfriend, because she's uh, Buddhist, it, that uh, it's kind of like the hypocritical nature of, uh, like, Buddhism and meditation, which I just find confusing. of Like, shit, what do you do then? Is part of, like, what Buddha supposedly did and what you're supposed to do with all of that, especially the people who take it very seriously, like the monks and all that, is that you're supposed to, like release all your worldly desires you know your mansion like the guy from bojack horseman all of this and even dr k has said like oh for you to become a monk you have to like get a doctorate degree because they don't let you go in there unless you have something to give up it's easy for a homeless person to give up all of their worldly possessions because they have none it's harder to do when you actually have them but uh the thing that I've always found kind of like hypocritical and interesting is like, oh, but if you're going into this with the desire of like this is how I be happy, well, isn't that contradictory? Because the whole point of this is to lose all desires. So then it's like, wait, am I doing this to be happy? Because if that's the case, then I'm doing this incorrectly. So it does just make it hard. Of just like, oh, well, if I want to be happy, shouldn't I like just give up everything and just like meditate all day? You know, move to India or something. But it's like, shit, if I'm doing that to be happy, then I guess I'm doing it wrong. So it's almost this like, I. I'm not sure if it really works this uh, this way, but it's almost like this asshole situation of, like, the only way to get what you want is the people who don't want that.
1: Yeah, that is the ultimate catch-22, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. And then it's just so confusing to me. Like, I never can get a good grasp on this kind of thing, to be entirely honest. Mm-hmm no matter how much i try to and I, there's other like things in religion i can bring up that same contradictory i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole yeah but i i guess kind of circling back because it's another idea i had about something you asked about the whole like idea of would i be happy or would i want more or i think another question is like would i be complacent which is another like that's a bad outcome right there mm-hmm. in theory it's just like I, I kind of think of it like, I know you never saw, like, the ending of Breaking Bad. I don't really want to spoil that. Well, I know
0: what happens, because it's a very okay. famous ending. I, assuming it. that you're talking about, like, what happens to Walter at the end. If you're talking about, like, other things, who the big bad guy is at the end, I well, don't know Well, it's, about that. like, the
1: episode right before that, so, oh. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that. Okay. Like, after he goes into hiding, you know, he kind of, like, loses all meaning in his life. He He's throwing money at the guy who, like... Gave him a new identity just to get the guy to hang out with him for like one more hour. Like nothing means anything, and like he lost all that fire and drive, which is kind of what I'm comparing to about me getting the UCI and everything. Mm-hmm. But then um he he Walter sees an interview on TV that stirs up the fire with him and like reawakens Heisenberg and Walter White for the last time, basically. And just kind of like I'm kind of feeling like I don't know. Maybe would it be the dog that caught the car, or would it be like? Maybe once I get there, something else would, like, ignite in me. Because, like, sometimes that does happen. It's really strange.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like, at least off of my current understanding of things and hearing all the stuff that we've talked about, it almost seems like the ideal way to uh, live life to, like, maximize contentment and happiness is... To be the dog that catches the car, but almost like a relay race, when you catch that car, like, within a reasonable amount of time, and assuming that the car doesn't take you, you know, five years to catch, that, like, (laughs) you have the next car that's starting and takes you a reasonable amount of time. Because that's part of the thing, is, like, if things take too long, then it gets discouraging, but if things go too quickly then it's also like well the value behind it is so low where i I feel like you know the uh, almost ideal way to have my life go which once again if this happened maybe i'd feel differently about it is to have like a car that takes six months to chase and have like you know 50 of those lined up for the rest of my life
1: it's just hard getting 50 lined up like once you catch it Like It's not necessarily like you pour your life into it, but for a lot of people, catching that does become their identity. Yeah. So it's just – I'm not saying you have to form a new identity or anything. I'm just saying like how do you find the next thing that you want? Yeah.
0: No, it is hard. I mean it's something that like – I wouldn't be surprised if you've heard Dr. K say this because I I know he's said it enough times different things, but he's had like clients when he's been doing his therapy stuff who are like you know Wall Street banker type people who make like – Multi, multi millions or even billions of dollars, and a lot of them are depressed because it's like, oh, you know, my goal was to make a million dollars, and then it became five million dollars, and then ten million dollars. And you know, before you know it, I had a hundred million dollars, and I was still like, shit, you know, I have more money than I know what to do with it, I'm still not happy. Like, what the fuck do I do with my life?
1: Yeah, and I I don't know what the answer to that is. The way I've kind of approached it is. I mean, I mentioned it, but like just literally trying as many new things as possible. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like for them, they're they're trying the exact same thing. They're just going, I don't know, kind of sequentially about it, but it's more the exact same thing. And for me, I don't know, like something I did a few weeks ago is I went to Anaheim with one of my coworkers and we ended up getting, you know, Korean barbecue, which is a very normal thing for me at this point. But they had little squids as in little entire whole squids head legs and all and yeah. everything inside it. And I didn't want to try it because it enough. looked getting disgusting, but my coworker wanted to. So I indeed had one with him, honestly wasn't that bad. And that is one of the most memorable things from that night. Not because like it, it was not because it was like rocked my world and it was the best food ever, but it's just like, I don't know. It was something new that I wouldn't, have thought of before and it gave me a memory it gave me a story and i've even talked to you before how sometimes i live life in a way doing things i don't want because i know it'll give me a story by the end of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i I don't know that's just the way i've approached it how have you approached finding the next big thing because you you have graduated school you do have a job now you have a girlfriend like I don't know, I'm sure that this is kind of the life that you, a couple of years ago, would have wanted, so, yeah, it, how do you deal with it? I don't know,
0: it is just kind of like introspection in the moment, I mean, you know, even when I was here, it took me a couple months before I decided, like, you know, whether I gotta find a job, I tried YouTube doing my own stuff for a bit, and I was like, eh, this, this, and it really is just, like, trying to find, you know, the next car to chase, quote, unquote, of, uh, like okay, right now it's, okay, I have enough money to save up so I can do this, 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 and kind of reach those goals, like being able to have my, you know, manga Gundam display room and stuff like that. But part of it is also just, uh, I, I don't know, still trying to figure out, because I know if I get that, I think it will be really cool, and uh, I think I'll enjoy it and all that. But I also know that that won't keep me happy long term, and right now I am just trying to figure out of, like, shit, what, what is the, like, thing that I should do right now to... Uh, to keep me happy for an extended period of time. And like something that I find interesting with you, and you can correct me on this, but I almost feel like this is the way to go, which you're kind of doing, but it also might be a double-edged sword, is it feels like you have no cars that you're chasing. It feels like you're just chasing bikes, where it's not hard for you (laughs) as a dog to catch up, which also means that there's not a lot of investment and it may not have huge value, but also you're constantly reaching it and you can jump onto the next bike, next bike, next bike super quick, where uh, it seems like that just keeps your life more just content from day to day not to say that you don't have your cars that you're chasing like college and shit like that but it seems like you just have a lot more of these basic things throughout your day to day that makes uh life just i don't don't know generally more enjoyable
1: i think that's fair to say like i have the one overarching car as you mentioned but it's just like i don't know that's that's the thing in the long run like there's not too much i could do about in the day to day other than my responsibilities and what i need to do like i do my homework and then nothing else you can do or I go to my job and then you clock out so it's just like I I don't know I guess you could argue I could make more like start planning trips start investing and making YouTube stuff or whatever like just etc thing but it's just like I i I don't know that that's kind of big and daunting like to have so many big that once. Yeah. So I just try to pursue smaller things in the meantime, and it makes me feel better.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, if that works, I, I definitely uh, think that that's a good thing to go for. Something that I am curious, like, coming up, uh, we're just passing the hour mark here, so uh, something to kind of like bring this to a close with the conversation and the topic is, uh, I am curious, even if it's something that we've already mentioned, I'm fine with just doubling down on it, but if you were do- to die today, like, what are the things that you would regret of uh, uh, of not uh, having done yet like are you if you died today you're like well obviously i wish i could have lived longer but honestly I, I lived my life with no regrets blah 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 or are there any like you know even milestones of life of like shit i never got to live to that point in my life where i was you know running with my dog every morning and you know blah blah blah
1: let me think for a minute big long like not in a long-term thing but just something i would actually genuinely regret
0: yeah, like, for for me, uh, for example, I think that, like, even though I listed all of the different things, I, I think the things that make the biggest difference to me right now is, one, I'm not, you know, in the healthiest shape right now. Not to say that I need to be absolutely amazing, but I, I want to be healthy again just from, like, a physiological standpoint and a mental standpoint, which is one thing. And beyond that, I it really does just come down to, I want to be able to, like not worry about money and have uh, like friends that I can hang out often like it was during high school or something and uh, those are two goals that are like uh, the money thing just takes a shit ton of time unless you're lucky and the friends thing is hard to do with people you know move in different places you and I obviously still talk often enough but at this point it's been more than two years since we've seen each other and to have like uh you you said you're like kind of goal or nice situation would be like oh running with your dog in the morning and then like hanging out with Ken it's like shit if Ken gets married and moves to Siberia or wherever the uh, goal was for him before like it's hard to do that stuff and it's hard to make friends that like hey, at least quickly that uh, you value as much as like me or you know your holy trinity of friends <laughs> that you have and all that good shit
1: yeah I, at least the one thing I will say is I I don't know I have had a Astounding luck and an ability to meet people like thankfully that has been very easy for me i know it's been a bit harder for you mm-hmm. and you know I'll, I'll get into something that's you know easier for you than me after but um it thankfully that hasn't been too big of an issue so as sad as i am that already one of my uh, two i guess yeah already two of my best friends have moved to the other side of the country and i barely ever see either of you who's the and other
0: then, ones it
1: uh Ah, uh, that 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 would be Valerie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like that happened, and then you know presumably Kin's going to be mo- marrying and moving pretty soon, I think. Like, Where is the, the
0: like, planned move? Is it still? Was I right on Superior, or did I say the wrong cold country? Yeah.
1: That's long term, but I think in the more immediate future, just elsewhere in California. Okay. <laughs> and then of course, uh, Cecilia should be gone within the year when she's going to university. Mm-hmm. Um, for her masters or doctorates, whatever it is, so she's like, in, in probably less than two years, there would be no one left in California, and I'm not too worried, to be entirely honest. Yeah, because uh, I mean that's good, I guess. I mean it already happened with two people, and like those relationships are still in my mind, a okay. Like I I don't have any problem with either. Like yeah, it would suck, but it's just like already we've shown my new coworkers I go out with them at least once a week, and you know and forming pretty good relationships with them. They're by no means, like, my closest friends, but it's very fulfilling and helps my day-to-day, so I'm not I really actually
0: too- am uh, curious about that real quick because that's something that I've noticed that you've had, like, better... for lack like, of better words, luck with than me, but also... it Like, I I can't believe that it's just luck because it's one of those things where, uh, like, the stereotype of if all of your relationships end, you know, with uh, shitty this, 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 it's like, maybe they're not the problem if, you know, 20 relationships ended this way because the common thread is you. So with that being the case, like, I've had different people, like, some people I've gotten along with, some people, there's been times in college where I haven't really found too many people, and I'm sure some of that can be luck, but you've consistently, you know, at UCI, at your current job and all that stuff, Stuff and like, do you tell these people, hey, let's hang out? Do you, are you just lucky enough that you're finding people that they're like, oh, let's go, uh, you know, here after work or whatever? Because even at the job that I'm at right now, I'm really lucky because it's at a place that's completely like surrounded by nerd culture. So I've talked to people where I've like brought up a you know YouTuber with a hundred thousand subscribers, and he's been like, hey, are are you talking about this guy? I'm like, holy shit, you know this guy? Like, what are the chances of this? Or you know, talking about like, oh, this guy plays. Uh, Uh, TFT and I play TFT or this and that and there's just enough people that I've gotten along with but you know in in elementary school even I remember which part of this could just be my personality changing that I would uh, in second grade I remember one of my best friends I became that way because I was just like hey let's be friends. Do you want to come over to my house this weekend? But now I feel like if uh, there's a guy that I'm getting along with, unless there's something very specific of like, oh, he likes One Piece, I'm into anime, and you know, I'm trying to get through One Piece's. well. Uh, you know, if there's a movie like that, I can be like, hey, you want to see that together? But without that, just being like, hey, we have generally had good conversations at work. Would you like to hang out this weekend and do I don't know what because there's nothing specific in mind? Like, I, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. But you've had enough luck that you've just like yeah. hung out and chilled with People and I—I don't know. I'm curious. Master, teach me.
1: Well, I think there's really two things that have made it work for me. One is I am legitimately just lucky in that I have not made a single friendship since—I would have to think about community college, but at least since university, where I've been the one to make the move. Mm-hmm. Like it has literally every single friendship, and then you know been the other person inviting me out, and then we vibe from there. So in that regard, yes, I am just incredibly lucky in all honesty because you know me I don't I don't ever initiate contact so I am really lucky in that regard yeah that was one
0: of the things that I was surprised about because you're Mr. like even if I get really along uh, well with someone like or even using me as an example you know if I don't call you uh, prior to the podcast stuff uh, within like a month you might give me a call but otherwise like you'll call with me weekly if I call you weekly but uh, otherwise you're not the person who reaches out normally
1: (laughs) it's just that I genuinely don't need that much social contact and I'm already getting it from like other people. So it's just like, it kind of just genuinely flies by my radar without me noticing <laughs> or I do notice and it just doesn't bother me enough. But it's, um, that, that that's the less kind answer. But the other way of looking at it is um, how to word it. It's just, I think the thing that works enough is that I have two main aspects going on with me and friends. Mm -hmm. The one with me is that as we've discussed, I'm really a jack of all trades kind of guy, but master of none. Mm -hmm. So like if someone who plays video games, I kind of play video games. I can hang out with them and play whatever. If it's someone who likes sports, I do kind of watch sports, so I can genuinely go out and watch them. Someone who likes music, like i do kind of listen to a lot of different music i can genuinely vibe with them someone who does so many things like there's very very rarely someone i've met who i don't have something in common with that we can build from Mm -hmm. and the other key thing is so many of my friendships i actually have this is kind of going to be kind of contradictory to what i just said but even if i have something in common with them i don't have very much in common with them like at all Mm -hmm. like uh, i i don't know looking at Cecilia, for example, one of my closest friends, we have basically no interest in common outside of like uh, educational things. And Mm -hmm. yet we still hang out multiple times a week, talk almost every day, like not any sort of issue. Um, My coworker uh, who I've been hanging out with a lot, I mean, we both watch sports, kind of like I watch football. I don't really watch any of the other ones. And that's kind of all we largely have in common, but that's fine. We still vibe otherwise. I think it's just... I need to find someone who is open and spontaneous enough to just doing whatever because that's kind of all I'm good at. But thankfully, being good at that is a fantastic trait because I can have fun doing anything. Like, people like invite me out to things I don't like doing, and they think I'm having a miserable time, but truthfully, I'm having fun just doing something.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I guess I've just got to find out, uh, you know, whether it's the wrong people or whether I got to, you know, lose 90 pounds and be borderline anorexic like you, Uh, (laughs) if that makes people want to, like invite you to stuff because I feel like you and I are fairly similar in the fact that we're fine with doing anything. I mean, the perfect example is you would come to my house and we'd be like, do you want to play 1979 Trivial Pursuit where (laughs) we don't know any of the answers and we're going to be playing it for five hours? It's like, Sure. Do you want to play Scrabble for four hours? Do you want to play Connect 4 for eight hours? Do you want to, like, we would just do the most random shit, and it's like, oh, I just have a fun time hanging out. It doesn't need to be anything specific. But, like, you and I already had enough of an established friendship, and I felt like my personality at the time was something where I was, I I don't know, it was just more natural for me to invite people to do stuff like that. But now, considering that I don't have a solid friend pool, at least, you know, close by, I still have people like you or Matthew that I talk to online, but uh, since no one invites me to like hey do you just want to do something random i find it really hard or awkward to just be like hey guy we come to talk do you want to play scrabble and it's like why we've never (laughs) talked about scrabble before i don't know it sounds fun it's something to do to kill time like uh, i I don't know but uh yeah Yeah. it's just it's interesting
1: i i wish i could give better advice but really just i i don't know like i i've kind of like just Hopefully this doesn't come off as like a brag, but I've kind of just like socially chameleoned with anybody. Like I've had a wide group of friends in high school. I hung out with football players, but I also hung out with you guys who were more into like geek culture. And at MSJC, I would be both in the honors and like a president, hanging out with those people, and then I'd also hang out with people who like smoked weed and drink on campus. Like it's just like I don't know. It's not that I get along with everybody per se. Like I think that's overly simplifying it. I think it's just like I find what works and adapt with it and then thankfully they find that adaptation <laughs> convincing enough that they keep inviting me. Uh-huh. Like Not to say that you can't because I actually do assume that you are actually very good at doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. It's never been in issue for me i don't know why
0: i don't know i mean i'm just gonna boil it down to something which is probably not which is i forgot if i told you but when i was cutting my own hair like a month ago i made a mistake and i forgot that i took off the attachment when i was shaving the back so i just like shaved the back of my head and i was like fuck i either gotta live with this for the next few months or i just gotta shave my entire head so i went with that option and with me being like you know a uh bulkier 5'9 resting bitch face white guy with a shaved head (laughs) I don't think too many people want like presumable neo Nazis hanging out with them, so I'm just gonna blame everything on that.
1: Well, you just got to wear the hat or a beanie, and then you instantly become like uh, social media influencer status, so you're good.
0: Well, what if it's a MAGA hat?
1: Ah, uh, you would fit in with some circles. I don't doubt
0: that. <laughs> I guess that is true.
1: Like, like you never said anything about the quality of company. You just. You know, you're just saying good people, so we're good.
0: That's true. Couldn't you imagine me, like, storming the uh, capital and being like, hey, any of you play the new Digimon survival game? Like, no, we haven't. (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh, man. I I actually did have another, like, significant topic on this that I'm going to force you to go through with me because I think it's really applicable. Okay. But we're going on a totally tangent first. Yes. Uh, That Digimon visual novel game, so you've actually started it, yeah? I have started it how you like it, because I know it's mostly VN, but...
0: Yeah, it, it is. I enjoy it, um... It, yeah, it's good overall. I really enjoyed the soundtrack, for it. I haven't gotten too far in it. I want to say I've gotten like five hours into it and I'll say that like an hour and a half that was grinding almost like Pokemon where it's like, oh, there's a 1% chance of this thing coming up here and I'm not sure if I'll be able to catch it again later and then lo and behold, you know, when I get to the next section, it's like one of the most common things and I fucking hate myself for wasting that much time on it. But uh, yeah, it's good. I enjoy it um, from what I've heard. I mean, I'm trying not to get too dark into spoilers and all that stuff, but I think that yeah. most of the main characters actually can die in this. So So I think it's supposed to be more like an adult, dark thing. But it's enjoyable so far. I'm definitely enjoying it.
1: I mean, that's good. A, A, knowing that there's some kind of stake to it. And especially in a visual novel, like, just knowing your choices matter, like, that would be great. But also, like, that, yeah, I'm glad to hear you're liking it, especially given that it was a more VN. I know you've, like, kind of played VN-esque stuff before. At least Katawa Shoujo. I don't know about much else. Yeah. Uh, At least I know you've been exposed to it before, even if you've never been a big fan, so it's good to hear that at least you like this.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's enjoyable. The RPG helps break up the visual novel stuff for me, who's not like a huge visual novel fan. The RPG isn't the deepest or most entertaining, but it's got enough to it where it it does keep it fresh- And, uh, yeah, I mean, when I finish it, like I said before, I'll I'll give you my Steam login, and uh, hopefully you can at least play it for a little bit. And if you don't like it, you know, feel free to stop, but I'll want to see your opinions on it, you being the visual novel
1: guy. Yeah, for sure. But um, how do you feel about, like, reading VNs again versus, you know, it could have just been, like, a web novel or Webtoon, granted, without gameplay aspect, but still?
0: Um, I mean, for this being Digimon, I'm glad that it is what it is, because it makes you feel more, like, you know, personable with the character, since you have your, uh, dialogue options and all that stuff. But when it generally comes to series, if I have the option of, like, would I rather have a visual novel or a web novel where I can just read it, I'd rather
1: just have the web novel. Fair, but at least it's satisfactory for what this given thing is. Yeah, for sure. Right. But i uh, uh, kind of wrapping around to the thing I was going to bring up because we've been talking about one thing that I'm good at that you've had a bit of struggle with. Mm-hmm. Now I'm flipping it the other way and kind of tying it back into bucket lists you know, massively.
0: You want to be able to weigh more than 110 pounds and I am great at cheating.
1: <laughs> well, th- uh, that that would be a pretty good goal. But again, I'm not going to do anything to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the one thing I was thinking about, like, you thought, you mentioned the one thing I would regret if I died. Yes. And, well, I mean, well, I mean that, that's not really how you worded it. No, but, but, you know. The, the idea behind it, one, I would regret that I died. But beyond that, I, I did come up with one actual substantial, like, serious answer that is kind of depressing in a way but i'm gonna go with it because it's something you have experienced and i'm not gonna ask for advice but it is kind of something we're juxtaposing in is um as you know i've dedicated much of my life to school working social life taking care of family stuff and trying to maintain hobbies Mm -hmm. and there's only so many hours in a day so some things have to take sacrifices right yes And the one thing that I made a conscious decision, in part on my end, but also, you know, supply chain issues, is uh, relationships. I just pretty much decided I just do not have time for. And even with girls who I have been talking to, I just straight up said, like, I'm going to prioritize friendships over relationships because that's just who I am. And where Mm -hmm. I've gotten some of the most enjoyment out of my life, as you know, are my friendships. But because of that, you know, I would genuinely regret knowing if I died, like, at the end of the day wow, I never did end up making it to the point where I had enough time to really seriously pursue a relationship because I was always focused on school and work and etc.
0: I guess uh, that you and I both have the luck aspect that goes with that stuff uh, now that I think about it with relations whether it be uh, romantic or whether it be friend stuff because for me I'm not someone who's actively pursued this stuff too much like maybe right when I got out of high school having never had a relationship I was like looking for something but after a certain point it was just like okay whatever and it just kind of fell that way with the current relationship and even stuff before and uh, it just kind like with your friendships of like of course be opened stuff but beyond that it really is just like i guess i've had better luck with the pieces falling where they have with that stuff and you've had better luck with uh, the friendships falling where they have
1: yeah and i mean i know you haven't exactly had like tons of relationships but the ones you have had i mean this one's going strong and i don't know the exact start date but i think it's been at least half a year and then your one with your previous girlfriend was what like a year or two so like I, I don't know, you're doing pretty good in that aspect.
0: Yeah, what's your record? Like,
1: a week and a half? <laughs> Depends. Are we talking about overall length of relationship or of it going well?
0: Um, you know, I'll let you decide. Whatever makes your ego feel better. Going well was five days.
1: <laughs> wow, I, um, I
0: just drink water and I almost spit that out right now. <laughs>
1: I have not had one successfully make it to day six without there being some kind of major issue in one way or another, which is pretty great. Wow. So, if that ever
0: happens, I'll make sure to throw a party for you.
1: Yeah, honestly, please do. At that point, if I make it one week, oh my god, she's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. I'll just ah, uh, like Granted, part of that is just because I have admittedly chosen to pursue people who may not have been in the best Place for a relationship at that point, and that is on me. Granted, a lot of it's on them for you know, kind of being not stable, but you get what I mean. (laughs) Point being, it just has not been in my favor, but it has been in yours. So, at least, like you know, bucket list wise, that 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 might be one thing, but again, there's only so much work I could put towards it. Like, supply, like I said, supply chain issues, it's a two way street,
0: yeah. Supply chain issues make it sound a little bit weird, but yeah, uh, oh for sure. I mean, there's a lot more that I can de- delve into uh, that stuff uh, that comes to mind. But also, we're at an hour and twenty right now, and I I don't want to uh, take a two hour podcast here, especially when I can just use this information for another topic later on.
1: Okay, okay, fine. We'll make a, the dating episode one day, but we're not doing it uh, next week because that is my week.
0: Oh well, I mean, like, if you make it that, week. so
1: yeah. Alright, well, uh, well, we will leave that be.
0: Alright, alright. Well, unless you have any amazing final realizations of your bucket list, uh, you know, that you want to become the world's best foot model or something, then I, I think we're good to finish it.
1: You just gave me a nut Oh, cake. God. <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to mix that and the funnel cake one if I could.
0: Oh, my God, the, best, the world's best funnel foot.
1: All right. Well, we're going to end it there.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, talk to you later. I'm sorry for uh, a- anyone who had to listen to what was your scent. And,
1: After uh, that, we'll see no one next week. Exactly. Ta-ta for now. too for new.